Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the Big Apple School Podcast, where the object of this show is to improve your English through listening. My name is Benjamin, I'm from London, and today we have three guests. Our first guest today is... Natalie, Kao Chao, and Uth. Today we're going to talk about learning languages through watching films and TV. So before we had a podcast episode about learning languages, well, we are of course a language school, so... Hopefully we know a few things about <laughs> about this subject. We kind of want to recap about what was discussed in the previous podcast. I mean, let's come back to the basics. How do we learn a language to a high level? And do you need to learn a language to a high level? Or do you need to only learn a language to a certain level? What 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 do you want to get out of your language learning experience and how to, to reach your goals? So let's say if you want to learn a language to a really high level... How would you go about it? You guys speak amazing English. How would you? How, <laughs> no, seriously. How how did you get to how did you get to that level? I mean, practice, 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 yeah, practice. Definitely. And what when we talk about practice, how much of that practice is active or passive? How much of that practice is hitting the textbooks, and how much of it is just casually mm-hmm. watching TV? Okay, I think uh, I'll speak for both of us, for Natalie mm-hmm. and I, because mm-hmm. yeah. we are not a good example because we studied at a faculty of foreign languages, yeah. which means that it is 10 to 12 hours of a language every single day. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. Because it all is. of the subjects are in English or in French, in Natalie's case yeah. as well. English so. and French. English yeah. and French. For me, it was only English. Mm-hmm. So we had, for example, my transcript um, says that we had more than... 1,200 hours of uh, practice of oral and written speech, about 700 hours of uh, grammar, 600 hours of phonetics, and then all the subjects like lexicology, phonology, syntax, Mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of theory and hell of a lot of textbook work. So so you were fully immersed in in your target languages. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a lot of our listeners, of course, don't have the time to to just... um, yeah, immerse themselves fully in the English language. How could we advise our listeners? What what steps could they take to really speak English to a, let's say, a B2 or C1 level? Well, I think that it's the same rule. The more exposure you have to a language, the better it is. Yeah. And on, well, let's just say you are a computer programmer <laughs> and you work about, I don't know, eight hours a day. How do we get English into your daily life? What could they do? Maybe they can contact with their colleagues around the world and they yeah, can just brainstorm about yep. the things that they are doing daily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every day there needs to be English. You can't just only mm-hmm. come to school and expect yeah. to Absolutely. have... And I mean, nowadays we live in this fantastic age of technology. So you can actually surround yourself with your target language. Yep. Listen to podcasts. Even if you think... You don't understand much. You know, your brain still works. So you might remember, you know, the the words and the phrases from the podcast later on. So podcasts, books, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, you have no idea how many words in Spanish I learned thanks to TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some with some students, I actually get a calculator and I show them how many hours a five-year-old has. Because a five-year-old speaks their native language pretty fluently. They can make complex um, Mm -hmm. questions or sentences in their native language. A five-year-old has around 11,000 to 12,000 hours with their native language. 
So, and only then can they just make a complicated、mm-hmm. sentence.、Mm-hmm. Whereas, if you only come to lessons for I don't know one or two hours a week, well, what's <laughs> how many weeks are there in a year? Fifty-two.、Mm-hmm. So, let's say you come to school one hour a week. That's going to be fifty-two <laughs> hours a year,、mm-hmm. and you're not going to only you're not going to see results if you only rely on on、um, education. So,、mm-hmm. when you come to school here, think of it as like protein powder. <laughs> For your <laughs> like, if you go, I love to, the, I love the, yeah, yeah. yeah. you go into the to the work, yeah, to the gym, and here we're going to supercharge your language learning experience. But you need to have external exposure to to the language, i.e., you need to be listening to a podcast at least two hours a day. Maybe you don't need to be around the language for twelve thousand, eleven thousand hours,、mm-hmm. but maybe to get to a C one level, how many hours do you think roughly you would need, like? Four thousand hours. It's. I think it's impossible to say because、yeah. we are、it、all、depends. different. We have different way to yeah, receive yeah. information. Yeah, yeah. different.、Um, yeah, different everything. Different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for some people, it's much easier, you know, to understand it.、Um, I don't know, like to listen to things more. Yeah, for some people, it's easier to understand visual information. Yeah. So they are better at reading, at writing. I don't know, but for some people, it's much much easier to just pick it up. Yeah, just like that, you know. It is true. You do have some five-year-olds who are more talented speakers than others, and you do have some five-year-olds who can't <laughs> even speak properly、mm-hmm. in their own native、exactly. language.、Exactly. So yeah.、Um, well, or tell us about how you became a essentially a native English speaker.、Uh, actually, I started my kindergarten in an American kindergarten. Yeah, all of my teachers were American. Yeah, and after that, it it just went like that for my primary, secondary, and high school too, plus、yeah. university.、Mm-hmm. So I was also surrounded with the native speakers. All our teachers were native speakers. Yeah, so we couldn't speak Turkish. So that's that was the biggest advantage, I guess. That's、mm-hmm. establish a level of communication. Yeah, with yeah. So all three of you just had. Complete immersion in English,、mm-hmm. and you could not escape、yeah. it, and you were forced to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, had I, no choice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched an interesting documentary on YouTube about the French Foreign Legion. Do you, do you know much about the French Foreign Legion?、Mm, probably the, not. The Legionnaire. They're, they're the. I heard something, but like. <laughs> because they take foreigners from many different yeah, countries, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and they、mm-hmm. force them to speak French, and they、yeah. have no choice but to speak French, and they all end up speaking amazing. It's a French culture. They love the language. They always <laughs> kind of promote it everywhere. Yeah. Okay, I've got a question though. How、mm-hmm. did you learn Russian? You well, speak no, I, I, so, I, I, such good Russian. Well,、though. thank you. It's it's、oh. still far from it's perfect. Too, it's、yeah. exactly. Because you live in Russia. Exactly.、Obviously. I can't. <laughs> Um, well, the thing is, obviously, I'm here at the、mm-hmm. school for a few hours a day.、Mm-hmm. Some、um, and sometimes、um, I need to force myself outside of school to to immerse myself. So yeah, I, I make sure that I watch a lot of Russian. But、TV. wait, you came here one and a half years ago. Yeah. And at that moment, I remember speaking to you in Russian. So、yeah. oh, obviously, you haven't picked it up here. Well, no, no, no. My Russian when I got here was. Quite elementary, to be honest. My Russian. Oh, somebody's fishing for compliments here. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously though, I had I had problems. I, I did have a lot of problems. I just um going to I'm just going to the supermarket. Okay, from the point when it started to the point where you are now, what was your journey? Well, obviously, I studied、um, Russian. Not obviously, I studied Russian at university from scratch. From the so from scratch for our listeners means the very beginning, and. There, I also studied Italian, 
And to be honest, I wish that I had only studied Russian because it kind of oh, it kind yeah. of distracted me a lot. And then we had a lot of modules in English, which mm-hmm. so I did not speak like pretty. I didn't speak amazing Russian after I left mm-hmm. university. Then I left. Um, I completely forgot about Russian for about six years, mm-hmm. and then I came came here, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I had like a, I don't know like a really basic A2 kind of level of, of Russian. And um, yeah, well, seriously, well, it was A2 because mm-hmm. I had trouble doing basic things. I mean, of course, I knew how to say hello and I knew how mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. say a couple of complex sentences. But really, um, I just forced myself to to watch Russian every single day. I, I mm-hmm. have at least um, three to five hours of Russian mm-hmm. in my daily life. Um, well, of course, I have a Russian girlfriend, which definitely helps as well. And we, we speak all the time. Um, but yeah, there, there is no excuse. You have to yeah dive into it. And I, I would say I would need like another three years until it gets mm-hmm. really good. That That's that's my time scale. So mm-hmm. I'm giving myself, let's say, five years mm-hmm. to go from A2 to C1. I would say I'm somewhere like in the Bs right now. And I want to like really take it to the mm-hmm. to the sea level and that takes a long it's like it's kind of like wine it takes a long time to mature <laughs> it's a language and wine yes. yeah exactly it takes a long time you have to leave it in the barrel mm-hmm. for for a while but you can't take yeah, it out of the barrel mm-hmm. because if if you take it out of the barrel mm-hmm. you're just gonna forget a lot like, was it hard to make yourself speak because when i went to china yeah and i spoke some chinese but yeah. i couldn't you know just say anything mm-hmm. yeah I couldn't force myself it's scary it's, isn't yeah, it exactly. yeah they won't understand you know mm-hmm. like they will think i'm stupid like yeah. a foreigner yeah, who yeah. Just you know what i've noticed though is that this is the thought and the mentality we have over here in uh in russia just because you know i've been teaching in the us and i have noticed that american students are not afraid to speak very often they're not afraid of making a mistake yeah because we here in Russia, you know, we are while we are studying at school, we hear all the time from our teachers, like, you know, that's a mistake, that's a mistake. Oh, now, yeah. instead of oh, like yeah. a great mark, you have a good one or a satisfactory one. So, and this is how we develop this fear of making yeah. a mistake. Mm-hmm. But I look at my students who are Americans, they're not afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is goals, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Confidence is a huge, well, at the, at the, like, the bedrock of the very foundation of learning languages is motivation mm-hmm. and then like why yeah why, why? exactly why do you want it you just really 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 want to do it i mean everyone has their own motivation i'm just have a bizarre fascination with russian which keeps me going but other people want to use what want to learn english for work or something but this motivation is what gets you through this the scary part yeah mm-hmm. because it is mm-hmm. scary yeah, <laughs> like you said in china yeah, yeah. and the tones you know like and I think they still have, you know, this prejudice against uh, foreigners. Yeah. Okay, they can't speak good Chinese. And <laughs> it really presses you down, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it also depends on the language because with because there are less foreigners who, well, when I say foreigners, people who did not grow up in the Soviet Union who speak Russian. Mm-hmm. So it's more impressive to to Russians. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. So you have that contrast. So I'm kind of lucky in that sense that, yeah, there are not too many English people here who mm-hmm. try to learn Russian. But yeah, actually, you know, I'm amazed by all these people from, you know, like neighboring countries 
like yeah. uh, Azerbaijan, Uzbekistan. Yeah. So they actually learn English by themselves, yeah. without teachers, without anything. Yeah. So it's like, wow. Yeah. And they can speak, I mean, some Russian. Yeah. yeah? So mm-hmm. Did I say English? Russian. Yeah, so Russian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because okay. I guess they only use, they only use the TV, yeah, basically. Yeah. Or maybe not even that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, because they immersed again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so confidence is a, it's a huge thing. I mean, or you, you never have any memories of having to speak English and being scared. Or not really. Because I guess you learn English from a really oh. young age. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a kind of fear. Yeah. Or no stress yeah so well, for, for our listeners okay. yeah. well, for our listeners it's okay to make mistakes of course, so of, course. Mm-hmm. of course you, ha- you can't be scared of this making mistakes this is a part of the language that's how yeah. you learn you're gonna make mistakes yeah. like yeah. I, I remember I had a speaking club last year mm-hmm. and I mixed up um, what was it it was Ras um, Hodi with Ot Hodi and it was like really funny and then I also made a mistake with um the famous verb to be sat. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a made... common mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was really funny when I, <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. a basic mistake, like present simple, um, I write. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I guess you guys can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah, we had the same when we were you yeah. know, teenagers, so like yeah. elementary school students, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so funny. It sounds so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know yeah. what I've noticed is that Whenever you make a mistake and you kind of feel embarrassed about that, that's going to stick. It's mm-hmm. exactly. oh, going to stick yeah. for life. Exactly. You will remember that forever. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, use that as an opportunity, you know. Mm-hmm. But mistakes are totally fine. Yeah. But, you know, when you succeed finally, when you can actually say something, so it mm-hmm. also sticks. Like, for instance, I still remember when I went to a supermarket mm-hmm. in China again. So, and I asked for uh, water. So, I wanted to find some water yeah. in the supermarket. And it came to the manager and I was like, so you can tell me where the water is. Mm-hmm. And she understood me and it was like such yes. a big yeah. Yeah. success, you know. Yeah, back of the moments of victory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although there are moments, you know, when you are at a really high level already, you know, and then you face a person who speaks an accent you're not familiar with. And that's it. Oh. This is the moment you are teleported back to your first class. <laughs> cool, cool. Having forgotten everything. Yeah. everything yeah. Ever yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, what, like I said at the start, some people don't need to learn a language to see one level. I mean, some people like us, we want to, well, you guys already have a really high level, extremely high level of English. Some people don't even need to get to that level. You might, yeah. don't. you don't need Definitely. to like, be really upset with yourself if you're at a B1 level, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I mean, with B1, you can still communicate in a very... People have different goals and priorities mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you know of any famous Russian celebrities who speak excellent English who have never lived in, who have never lived outside of Russia or who have outside of the ex-Soviet mm-hmm. Union? So okay. I can only name a couple. Well, I mean, the thing is that you wouldn't really know about that unless these people actually, like, you know, move to another country and then they immediately start speaking. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, for example, you can talk to a person having absolutely no idea what their Mm -hmm. level of English is like. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of a hard question for those who have never been to a country, Mm -hmm. like, of their target language. Well, yeah. Well, the point point is that, like you said before, you have to be fully immersed in a language Mm -hmm. to to speak it to a really high level. And that's why you don't see too many people who speak excellent English because they just don't have the opportunities to to be fully immersed. And 
I mean, they don't have the opportunity to show it mm-hmm. here in Russia. Because yeah. let's say um, I learned the language mostly at university. That's where I got like, let's say 70% of my level mm-hmm. from uni- mm-hmm. before I even had an opportunity to go abroad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is possible to learn a language without traveling, you know, to the country of your target mm-hmm. language. It is, absolutely. And that's what we want to, yeah, we Actually, want to show our listeners. We have a lot of native speakers who are teachers. Because I did, like at the university, we had, you know, some Belgium guys. I mean, not really like native speakers. No, they, 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 they are essentially yeah, native speakers. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to talk Kinda, about yeah. this today because... Yeah, well, let's say yeah. French department had more had more <laughs> yeah, opportunities when it came to Americans that. and uh, some other... Yeah, I think it only happened here. like in, in our last year. Seriously? Yeah, in our last year at university. Whoa. Or like it's fourth year. Whoa. So, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we had like every year, like, you know, some people... Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's like the French department. Only. No, no. I mean, we started to have some visiting scholars and visiting TAs. You know, mm-hmm. in, when we were in our like fourth year, fifth year. Seriously. So, so yeah, the first oh. three years. That's so we're not like that. Did you Why say though? your Belgian teacher taught you French or was it English? Oh, it was English. Exactly. So today we're going to talk about films and how films can help us learn english so if you notice if you go to belgium or the netherlands because they're very similar mm-hmm, countries mm-hmm. you will notice that their tv shows all have um, oh. dutch or french yeah, subtitles yeah. Mm-hmm. and they watch everything they in english mm-hmm. exactly they're never yeah. dubbed they have no voiceovers whereas here in russia all the films are voiced over which i would say deprives um, people of the opportunity to immerse mm-hmm. themselves in the language so that's why, like, I wasn't surprised the Belgian guy was teaching you yeah, English because yeah. they are essentially native English speakers, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Dutch. I mean, I, I tried to learn Dutch a long time ago. Oh, God. And, um, why? I know. Good question. <laughs> <It's Benjamin. laughs> what? Yeah, good question. Seven languages are... Well, what? basic level. <laughs> but um, this, Nevertheless. Well, it's, it's, it's fun. It's like a hobby, basically. It's a hobby for me. But I tried to learn Dutch a while ago because I went to the Netherlands on holiday every year because I like to ride my bicycle. Well, I like to ride bicycles. And um, and yes, I like to ride my bicycle. And I, I felt it was kind of silly to keep going to this country and not speak any of the language. Mm-hmm. And every time I went there, you would I would notice, of course, they speak excellent English. And <laughs> I tried to practice my Dutch and they said, Oh, come on, let's just speak English. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. This is terrible, know? yeah. Because whereas in China, you, where you definitely notice they don't really speak much English at oh, all yeah. there. You don't have choice. So you, you have that practice. Yeah, you're forced to practice. Mm-hmm. Vietnam, you were in Vietnam. Yeah, they don't speak yeah. in their everyday life. So mm-hmm. you need to learn the language mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. yeah. Vietnamese is not exactly an easy <laughs> language. Yeah, I, I, I spent four and a half years there. I, I oh, only okay. know couple of phrases that's yeah. it. so it's because of the tones or because tones of that's all about intonation the tonation mm-hmm. and everything so it's like time as yeah. well yeah. yeah yeah so it's kind of difficult and also vietnamese i guess there's less there are less resources for for basic oh, learners yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whereas russian and definitely of course english there are so many resources mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. there to learn the basics yeah. i guess you only have like Probably one little textbook or two textbooks. That's it. Uh, I remember they tried to teach us the the alphabet mm-hmm. and the way you need to pronounce the alphabet. It, yeah. it, it took like four months. Oh. So, yeah. So 
that's complete. It's a mixture of Latin alphabet and mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. all the umlauts of yeah, all yeah. the, the yes, letters. Yeah, because it was a colony. Yeah, yeah kind right. of the French, Latin, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. different pronunciation. So it mm-hmm. was, it was hard. It was yeah. hard, like four months for yeah. just an alphabet. Mm-hmm. And also they don't, there isn't much. I guess there is, of course there are Vietnamese TV shows. Not that I know of any, but. They, they don't produce too much. They they have, but as you said before, they don't use any kind of subtitles or oh. or dubs anything. Mm-hmm. This so is the yeah. problem of Russian as well. Mm-hmm. Like Russian, t- there are so many cool Russian TV mm-hmm. shows, but you don't understand yeah. mm-hmm. if you don't but know Russian or Vietnamese. Yeah, no subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for any language. Mm-hmm. Too, which is a problem. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to watch um, Brigada, which oh. I think most of our listeners <laughs> might know this, but it's um. Yeah, a crime, obviously, yeah, for her, it's a crime. Um, it's like a gangster. Would you say it's a gangster kind of? Yeah, yeah some sort of, yeah. TV series. And, mm-hmm. and even though my Russian's pretty good, I still couldn't understand a word they were saying mm-hmm. in, in the film because they were using Blatnoy Jargon, which is oh. like gangster language. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I... Yeah, I was trying to look for good English subtitles. I just could not find any. Which yeah. is the problem with sense. some of the uh, with some of the TV shows, yeah, movies. Yeah. So we have to have more subtitles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Subtit- and guys, when you're watching films, don't be ashamed to watch films with subtitles. The subtitles are there to help you. Of course. So, yeah, and a lot of people mm-hmm. say, "Oh, I want to watch this film without subtitles," and they're at a B one level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it's okay. It's fine to watch. Films. Yeah, they're going to get embarrassed because no. of that. Like, no, no, what sort of shaming is that? You yeah. know, there's some people say, oh, you still watch TV shows with subtitles, <laughs> yeah. but you'll see too. Uh, wow. Shut up. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Well, what I've actually started doing is mm-hmm. I watch some English TV shows with Russian subtitles. Ooh. I've actually started finding that to be even more useful than the other way around because I, I watched... Um, Well, you know, Dave Chappelle is a mm. famous comedian in, in America. And I was watching him on Netflix, I think, two weeks ago. And I just turned on the Russian subtitles. And um, I thought, actually, this is really useful. Like, I'm thinking, how yeah. would I say that in Russian? And it just appears at the bottom of the screen. So, yeah, if you guys have the opportunity to find Russian films, turn on the English subtitles and... There aren't many films with English subtitles, mm. though, unfortunately. Yeah. Just yeah, just the classics. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's still possible. Yeah, still possible. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, let's come on to genres of movies. And which genres are... Movies and TV shows. Well, movies and TV mm. shows. But which okay. genres are, are appropriate for different levels? So, I would say... To start with, comedy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sitcoms. Yeah. sitcoms are the best yeah. for like beginners, you know, to start with. Because usually sitcoms are, you know, about life situations mm-hmm. or comedies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're about life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. real language, all of that, just perfect. Yeah. And then you see the situation, so it's kind of easier to... To understand, mm-hmm. and also they are using punchlines as a kind of brief yeah. sentences, so mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. get it easily. Yeah. yeah. Whereas stand-up comedy, I would say I would not watch stand-up comedy oh, until you're C1 probably. Yeah, C1 above. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's, and mm-hmm. it's because they use a lot of cultural references. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. So I tried to watch. Was it Garadok? You know that oh. you know, funny TV show. Yeah. I couldn't really understand a lot of it because they have a lot of cultural references that I would not. But really know also about. it's pretty old. It's like 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. So, so yeah, but but for for stand up comedy, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely like 
C1 preferably because I mean yeah okay I'm watching um, stand-up comedy you know from time to time but even though I have lived in the US I'm familiar with the culture sometimes there are cultural references mm-hmm. to the past or you know to some famous shows and everything that I do not get yeah. so I have to google you know yeah. the names and everything but it's fun too you know you learn something new well obviously yeah but just don't go in there if you're like intermediate yeah, yeah. beginner. it's gonna demoral yeah discourage yeah, yeah demoralize absolutely. you absolutely yeah. absolutely but you said sitcoms so let's recommend some sitcoms for let's say intermediate levels so friends for oh, sure yeah. you know what, i don't it. i don't really understand all the fuss about friends yeah i have to <laughs> i have to be honest nothing special oh my god have you seen the videos where zoomers like kids are now like 18 19 yeah uh, they watch Friends for the first time in their life, and they are—they're so—they cringe all the time. They're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is the the this the the most sexist yeah. TV show, oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, most it inappropriate is. jokes." Yeah. So when you watch Friends, you have to keep in mind that was in the nineties. You can't mm-hmm. say that anymore. Mm-hmm. That was in the nineties, or like you can't say that anymore. So try to find something more modern. Mm-hmm. I usually advise a cartoon series, actually. Oh. Which is mm-hmm. We Bear Bears. Mm-hmm. Ah, I what know. I love about I that one. is that it's really, I mean, every episode is 10, 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's about situations in life. Of course, it's about three bears who live in San Francisco, but still. Mm-hmm. So let's say how they start working in an Uber or how they go to, um, you know, like a supermarket, something like Whole Foods with all organic food mm-hmm. and they they are denied a plastic bag. So these are very life-related situations very often. So mm. how they are evicted of their house. So 10, 11 minutes, I think it's amazing. Like yeah. you don't get mm-hmm. tired, you know, from watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you, would you advise adults who are at an intermediate level to watch little kids shows? Yeah, yeah it's fun, I think. I think yeah. it's a great idea because there, a lot of people know more advanced words but they don't know how to say basic words about movement and yeah i remember i was like on the second year of education and i watched some kind of a series like it was friends i think probably and there were some words like really simple basic words Mm -hmm. and i didn't know them because we learned Mm -hmm. you know like different tropes and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. metaphor um, I don't know, euphemism, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I didn't know like some basic words. Yeah. It was like kind of embarrassing, you know. Exactly. Yes. When, when I first came here, I knew some complicated words in <laughs> Russian, but I didn't know some basic things. Exactly. And I had a group of little kids to teach and um, I had to think how to tell them, don't pick your nose. <laughs> and, yep. and I looked, what, what is it? <laughs> and like, I just didn't know that before I came here. And yeah. you have to watch kids shows or like little things yeah, like that. Too. Yeah. 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 Cause if you, if you're just reading um, the news or just reading journalistic style pieces, you're not going to learn these basic <laughs> mm-hmm. words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, so what other genres do you recommend for intermediate learners of English? Romantic comedies, maybe? Yeah, rom-coms are good, yeah, yeah for chick learning. Chick flicks, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chick yeah. flicks, Chick yeah. flick, what the hell is chick flick? It's kind of more, yeah, female-oriented films <laughs> that they can chick express flick. their yeah, yeah, yeah. feelings <laughs> uh, more than the men. No, nah, come on, come on, I don't... <laughs> Chick flick. I mean, like, is it different from a rom com? Rom coms 
Hmm. I mean, I'm going to sound a bit sexist here. They, 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 they are more for <laughs> <Yeah>. women. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little bit. <laughs> okay, but, okay. I didn't say that. All right. Okay. Because yeah. uh-huh. I've never heard a term chick flick. So oh, chick flick. Chick- oh, chick flick. Mm-hmm. It is actually quite a big. Um, yeah, it's it's like a genre in and of mm-hmm. itself. So, God, what's? You know, I had some examples. I forgot. Hmm. Okay, never mind. So just okay. fil- films, maybe. Mm-hmm. There are. I do have a secret chick flick that I actually liked, which was really funny. Mean Girls. Yeah, I was. I was about oh, to say Mean that. Girls. That was a funny film. That was a funny film. Classic. So yeah, Mean, all right, got mean it. Girls. Um, mm-hmm. Well, just for our listeners who don't know it, it takes mm-hmm. place in mm-hmm. an American high school, and it's about girls gossiping about boys and other stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can also just put Gossip Girl as a TV series as a chick flick. Oh yeah, and okay, of course yeah. the TV series yeah. Sex yeah, in the yeah, City. Yeah. Sex in the City, oh, Gossip yeah. Girl. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yes, that, that's it. a chick flick mm-hmm. genre. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so it's, because it's not just okay, specifically got for it. girls. Yeah, yeah it's, more, it. it's more for women. Yeah, I mean, the guys I'm, yeah. wouldn't probably watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never no, no, seen okay, it. Okay, yeah. I did once and I didn't understand what they are talking about. What's the point of the show? So yeah, that was kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, I got it. I got it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, so have you seen that series? Series or have you started watching that Sex in the City? Yeah, just so one episode maybe, and that's it. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it's boring, and at the same time, you know, it's kind of, mm. <laughs> it's also, just you know, not your thing. It's just not your thing. <laughs> yeah, it's also sexist, but like on the opposite way around. You know, <laughs> it's like the girls only okay, need no. things <laughs> and boys and speak about it and stuff like that. But I mean, it's not true. Girls don't only speak about these things yeah i mean come on. <laughs> oh really but in general yeah. if we talk about genres i think that intermediate students are kind of they have more variety now they have more mm-hmm. freedom and then when you're in advanced level oh you you can watch whatever you want mm-hmm. but then again yep. sometimes there are tv shows Let's say, uh, what is it? MD House, The Big Bang Theory. Mm. You kind of understand mm-hmm. the plot, but mm-hmm. then there are so many terms. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I don't understand what they're saying. I'm like, look, do you understand this stuff in Russian? Because I, I for sure don't <laughs> understand, you know, like theoretical mm-hmm. physics stuff mm-hmm. in Russian. So I just ignore this part, whatever language I watch mm-hmm. the TV show mm-hmm. in. Just yeah. enjoy, right? Yeah, exactly. Enjoy. Yeah. You can exactly. understand from the context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, English having so many dialects, there are going to be some dialects that you just do not understand. God, like, Scottish. Exactly. Scottish, Scottish, Irish. Irish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's okay. I mean, in America, well, the funny thing is, is for English people, we, of course, we can understand Scottish people, mostly, mm-hmm, and Irish people, mm-hmm. but Americans can't understand There's, Scots I've at seen, all. I've seen an interview with uh, James McAvoy, uh, yeah. who's a Scottish, yeah. and uh, you remember he played an X-Men, you know, like Magneto, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the... The director of the show, he told him to speak with an American accent even outside of the, you know... Set. Yeah, mm-hmm. even offset. offset. And he was like, oh, you you, you worry that I won't be as good with my American accent while acting? He's like, no, James, <laughs> I just have no idea what you're what saying you're when you're speaking oh, with yeah. your Scottish accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The funniest thing is, is that it's, it's actually easier for Americans to imitate British accents, whereas it's much harder for British people to do I can't an imitate American. an American accent, it's to be difficult. honest. It's difficult. I can't. It's difficult. The oh. English accent is easier to, to imitate because... I guess it's stiffer and it's easier to make a stiff Probably. mouth. Mm. Whereas, Rather than saying all the R's. Yeah. Hmm. Whereas yeah. the American That's accent is has a much looser mouth and it's kind of hard to make 
your mm-hmm. mouth loose once. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's really funny how Americans can't understand Scots, but Scots can completely understand Americans. Yeah. Mainly because coming back to the subject of immersion in England and Scotland, we're completely immersed with American TV. Yeah, whereas in Scotland they don't. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and. English, British English, American English, they're almost two, kind of almost two different mm-hmm. languages in a way. Mm-hmm. You actually have translators who specialize in yeah. translating. You know what? Yeah. And you know oh, what? Yeah. So I spent, so all five years at university, we were taught British English, the RP and everything. Yeah. And I still mm-hmm. cherish that moment. I'll remember it forever Aww. when people in London thought I was a local. Oh, <laughs> oh that's brilliant. <laughs> Good old days. Anywho. Brilliant. So mm-hmm. I came to the US and I understood immediately that I have to, you know, learn some words over there when mm-hmm. I asked, you know, for an aubergine. And then, you know, in a supermarket, they're like, the what? (laughs) Eggplant. So, and the thing is that I was having conversation, I was using some words Mm -hmm. and people like, oh, what? Like, what is it? Oh, honey, like, you know, it's a different word. You made a mistake. And I was like, oh, damn, still don't know a lot of words. Only to realize after, you know, like a year that I did not make a mistake. That was just a British (laughs) word. Yeah. 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 I was really yeah. mad. And by the way, for people sitting IELTS exams, well, I, th- I don't think you can do an IELTS exam anymore. <laughs> I can do but, in Kazakhstan. But in yeah. Kazakhstan, if you do an IELTS exam, um, you have to choose one. You can only do American English mm. or British mm-hmm. English. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how annoying that is? Because, for example, I am now a mix of different words from of British course. and American language, like yeah. American English. I do not tell them apart. Yeah. I do not remember where I picked up this word from. Exactly. Yeah. I just picked it up. And even in <laughs> England, we use American words mm-hmm. in our daily yeah. life. Yeah. For instance, um, do you know the word ballpark? So we hit it out of the ballpark or there's a I've ballpark that's- figure. That's a ballpark figure. That's an American word. It comes from baseball. Baseball. Mm-hmm. And, oh, baseball, yeah, and we use this in even in England as well. Or we could even say the word couch, which is like a more American word for sofa. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are so many differences though in little words. Mm-hmm. Like trunk. What would you call a trunk? Boot. Boot. Yeah. Hood yeah. is the bonnet. Mm-hmm. Petrol, gas, yeah. so like many things. Trash can. <laughs> yeah. Bin. Bin. When I worked in a hotel in Las Vegas, um, I asked people for what what's your surname? And they said, What what do you mean surname? Last yeah. name. Yeah. Last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it was really like, f- what's your major? What's my what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, guys, what do you teach more? Like, okay, if we speak about this example, surname, yeah. last name. So mm-hmm. in some students' book, there still is like surname. Yeah. For example, mm-hmm. in power, take that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you teach more? That's Are a you- really good question, mm-hmm. actually. I actually, even though I'm, I would actually say American English probably mm-hmm. is better so, yeah. to, yeah. it's better to introduce Same. to, yeah. to learners of English. Same. Same. Yeah. Um, the spelling. Well, my computer is British English, so whenever oh. I mark homework or do something like that, it will be British. But oh. American English is more accessible, mm-hmm. yeah, not because it's easier. It's not much necess- more people speak it. Exactly, so. mm-hmm. exactly. Much more people understand it through popular culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, would you guys say that you are? A fiction person or a non-fiction person? Fiction. 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 <laughs> I'm 110 percent non-fiction. Non-fiction. Oh, oh non-fiction cool. Yeah. Girl, okay. All right. 
That's so, so interesting. Yeah. Why voice a non-fiction girl's a fiction? No, I'm just, you know, I'm escaping from reality. Yeah. Mm. Fiction. Kind of yeah. Same, Not probably. only am I a fiction person, I'm a fantasy genre yeah. person. Mm. Science fiction yeah. too. No, I love documentaries. Yeah, documentaries all the way. Mm. Or it doesn't sometimes I like a little bit of fantasy in nonfiction. Or I don't know, for some reason I really like James Bond. Because even though that is fantasy, (laughs) it is fantasy, but but it's real. I can kind of picture it in my daily life. Whereas (laughs) whereas Lord of the Rings, oh, get out of here. I can't stand that. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. Lord of the Rings is okay. Yeah, a lot of people actually, maybe it's just me, but I hate Lord of the Rings. Seriously? Yeah. Well, it was really nice knowing you, Benjamin. Have a good life. Goodbye. The elves creep me out and the tr- talking trees get out of here. I don't want to. <laughs> Wait, why? You can imagine. It's the imagination working, you know? It's like, so, okay, what but, is it in but, documentaries for you? Well, let's bring it back to learning languages. So, for instance, I'd, for learning languages, I'd much rather watch reality TV. Fair enough. Than fantasy TV. So, any, and also in reality TV, this is a gold mine for dialogue. Okay, for lear- for the sake of learning for languages. For the sake of yeah. learning languages. Mm-hmm. With this goal in mind, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for instance, I watch Biryemina Vashistnats. It's oh. pregnant at 16. Brilliant show, amazing show. You, I would never. Rec- oh, when we talk about yeah. nonfiction, we talk about that as well. That's nonfiction. Oh, it is kind of nonfiction, I guess. Reality TV. Reality. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it depends on what exactly you watch or read. Let's mm-hmm. say, because I was reading a book about trees, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm going to use the word like fungi or larvae mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. in my life. Well, that, that's <laughs> another that's another point because mm-hmm. if you want to get to a C1 or above level, you need to know words like this. because also you, true. You, you will never yeah. know when this will exactly. come your so, way. Yeah. It's Somebody part- will t- say this word to you and you won't understand. Exactly. So if you only want to get to like a B2 level or like a B1 plus level, then it's okay. You don't need to learn fungi or you mm-hmm. don't need to learn mm-hmm. ballpark figure or nonsense like that but c1 plus it definitely yeah it's some it depends what level you want to get to mm-hmm. really and i guess the genre when we talk about the genres it all depends on what your goal is like mm-hmm. to learn the words or you know to get some new information have fun non-fiction it mm-hmm. is just to have some sort of extensive watching to get used to the accent maybe it can be anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, um, when I was uh, training my accent, I would turn on an episode of Doctor Who mm. and just watch it Same. and then turn Same. out the subtitles, yeah. read it together with the character, trying to yeah. mimic mm-hmm. their intonation. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea to, to parrot people. And, mm-hmm. and That's what I'm doing now with one of the TV shows as well, just, you know, for fun. Yeah. Is it, it actually became a habit. I got used to that. I can't stop doing that, which is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good idea to to make fun of <laughs> uh-huh. people's accents. And that way you can actually kind of copy it mm-hmm. in a way. <laughs> or, or can you do a funny British accent? <laughs> I don't think so. But one of the lines from the Doctor Who, I, I remember he was saying surrender in a really oh. funny way. Surrender. <laughs> oh my god speaking of yeah. doctor i have to share um well the you know i'm waving my nerd fly flag you know with pride anywho so uh in the latest season doctor had a new companion so and the name of the actor who uh played him was i think it's john bishop who happens to be from liverpool so when i was watching his uh you know like uh, an interview with him or something and he's like the bbc accused him of 
leaking, you know, the information that his character is going to be from Liverpool. And he's like, listen to me. I have the thickest Liverpool accent that can possibly, you know, yeah. there can, mm-hmm, can possibly mm-hmm. be. And when I was listening to him, he's like, I would expect something like, I'm a new companion for Doctor Who. Instead, I heard, I'm a new companion for Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you actually did it. Was it a Scousey? Yes, Scouse accent, a Liverpudlian yeah. accent. Uh, yes, yeah. to be honest. Very entertaining. I don't, yeah, <laughs> that, that accent. I'm sorry. I, I, I know I'm, I sound horrible here, but it makes me laugh so oh. much. <laughs> oh, trust me. I've got it's, into a lot of bad situations when I was making fun of Scottish accents. So I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, they get very sensitive about oh, it. Yeah. But it's really funny when they do English accents. It makes me laugh a lot. There's this famous mm-hmm. comedian called Frankie Boyle and he's a very dark, dark Scottish comedian. And it's really funny when he imitates British English people. You know what I have to say about accent though? We, are, as non-native speakers, have the freedom to choose whatever accent yeah. we want. Yeah, well, you guys practically are natives you're basically but I mean there. you know when we are learning it's whatever you prefer you want to switch to American you can have classes <laughs> and switch to that yeah, nobody's yeah. going to yeah. say a thing mm-hmm. for example if you suddenly switch to American accent yeah. I'm pretty sure your family <laughs> friends are just going to mock you <laughs> yeah, make if, fun of if you if I went on holiday somewhere <laughs> and I, I come back with a Russian accent <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. so it that's why quite- Whenever students tell me, like, I want to work in my accent, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like a Russian, I always say, but why? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Accent mm-hmm. is yes. part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, why choose one? Like, you can speak with whatever accent you want, mm-hmm. as long as you don't make mistakes, you know, and get confused yeah. and misunderstood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Absolutely. you have this freedom, enjoy it. There's this whole industry of accent reduction in Russia, and I just don't see why people should buy into it the most important thing is is that you speak correctly Mm -hmm. you stress the words correctly Mm -hmm. so for instance um let's say um, let's just give an example of a word that you need to stress correctly um read and read or live and live Mm -hmm. you don't want to say i live in england or for example mm -hmm. you know we have this uh problem with the the sound yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. mouse mouth yeah so everybody makes this mistake so Mm -hmm. it's got a confuses people a bit maybe. occasionally yeah, not occasionally yeah. quite often it, it does that's the most important thing but you can still speak beautiful english with a heavy russian accent and yeah. still sounds yeah. really yeah. cool yeah. Exactly. i have i always give an example uh when people are like well you know what if i speak with a russian accent like you know i know gonna laugh, i like, get this look, a lot while i was in the u.s i got to meet and got to work with a lot of uh professors from different university including yale mit harvard and for example, I know personally, you know, a professor from Yale who teaches Russian. She has a PhD, really respected professor with a very thick Russian accent. Does that make her any less respectable? No, Hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If anything, it's more respectable because yeah. if you can use very complicated words and still keep your accent, it actually mm-hmm. makes you sound mm-hmm. even more intelligent. Than, yeah, more authentic. Whereas yeah. if you have like a, a like kind of plastic surgery <laughs> to, your, yeah, yeah. To, to your to your accents kind of like oh, it's like you were, yeah. it's like you were born in the country you should know mm-hmm, these words mm-hmm. if you see what i mean so mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. whatever you think of him sergey lavrov you know oh. the foreigners his english is impeccable yeah it's absolutely amazing which is why he's been foreign minister <laughs> yeah. for so long and mm-hmm. even though he still has a heavy yeah. russian accent yeah. it's amazing mm-hmm. listening to him in interviews because he he doesn't use basic words. He uses very complicated words. He mm-hmm. understands idioms and yeah, yeah. and it's, it sounds great. And yeah. it's, yeah. 
Yeah, but I still remember we had a teacher of French at the university. Yeah. And she had like really, really heavy accent in French. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's like, and I mean, uh, most of us were already speaking with better accent than her, like yeah. in the second year, you know. Yeah. So, and we were kind of making fun of her, you know, it's like, <laughs> Alors, <laughs> you know, something like that. The French accent is probably one of the coolest accents in English. It, like, if oh, you I think... no, 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 no. She was speaking French with Russian accents. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. my favorite... Yeah, my favorite combination is um, Chinese with Italian. I remember when I was oh. in Italy, I heard a lot of um, Chinese speak, people speak mm-hmm. good Italian, but it was quite interesting to hear. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you don't need to get rid of your accent. You can keep your accent. Just focus on speaking own correctly. Mm-hmm. Own, it, own it, exactly. Just focus on expanding your vocabulary and, of course making your grammar um, Mm -hmm. as tight as possible. All right. Well, what would you say? Let's move on to British TV versus American TV. What would you say Mm -hmm. are the main differences between British humor and American humor in TV? Have you you noticed any major differences in the modern day? Or is it only a few decades ago that you would notice the differences? British humor is more straightforward than American, I guess. American humor is kind of dark, hidden, and you need to just figure out. I'd say out. the opposite. Oh, I would say the opposite. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I would say British humor is, is, can be, well, maybe not so much now in modern days, but it's very it dark. It's kind of yeah. darker, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of Americans don't understand <laughs> it. Out if you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, some Americans have funny dark humor. So, for instance, like I said before, Dave Chappelle, he has mm-hmm. hilariously dark humour. I think nowadays, you know, with the globalisation and all that stuff, yeah, it's kind of like erasing yeah. the difference. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's- and, you know, if you think about some of the movies, like, you know, high budget movies, really popular ones. They're no longer American movie or British movie. It's mm-hmm. a combination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or let's say, think about a TV show, Black Mirror. Mm. Like it's oh. American, Canadian, yeah. and British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, speaking kind of, of dark difficult. humor, uh, have you seen The Boys? Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> the, the Boys, you said. Boys. Actually, no. Uh, oh you God! Seen it? The, the third season came out yes, yesterday. Yes, actually, yeah, I just watched the first episode. So, like, so uh, The Boys American. is based. Yeah. It's American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is dark. American. It's yes, it is. It is American, and it's really dark humor. It's, it's so based good. on the idea of. Um, so we have superheroes, superheroes <laughs> being commercialized. So yeah. they do stuff for mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so they save people for money. You know, they're like pop stars, basically. Mm-hmm. But there is one character over there who's British, and you oh, it, it I love shows him so much. Oh, he's it's best. a very it's very gory though. Like there's so mm-hmm. much blood. Oh yeah. But oh, then, go- oh, by the way, gory. Great word for our listeners. Uh-huh. Violence, horror. Yeah, yeah gory. Definitely use mm-hmm. that. Yep. So. And very explicit too. Oh, how would you explain explicit to our audience? That's a great word. I would say explicit with a lot of like sexual scenes. Obscene. Yeah, obscene. Obscene. Yeah, obscene. So, and basically, you know, uh, the boys is gory and uh, explicit Mm -hmm. in a nutshell. Like that's that. These are the two words Mm -hmm. that describe it. Mm -hmm. This this is why Kat is C1 because she says in a nutshell, (laughs) gory, explicit. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so guys, you got some work to do. You have to, <laughs> you have to immerse yourself in TV mm. and films to get that kind of level. Yeah. Or in lessons with us. Yeah. Or in lessons Ooh. with yeah. us. So also visit, the way. visit Big Apple mm. School website for <laughs> more information. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, the, the point is that nowadays it's no longer just a British thing mm. or an American thing. It's a universal thing. Like I, th- I would say that there is no difference anymore. Sometimes, you know, the humor might be a little bit different, but then you can't really explain what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you just feel it like, oh, it's different. Yeah, just the cultural differences yeah. in terms of... Well, for instance, if you go... Well, coming back to stand-up comedy, if you watch a British stand-up comedy show, you'd have to know everything about life in England, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know what, what it would mean if I said you should have gone to Specsavers? What does that mean? You should have gone no to Specsavers. No. Yeah, you have to live in England to understand what that means because Specsavers is a it's a chain of opticians. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a shop. It's a chain of oh, opticians, mm-hmm. and they have a TV advert in the UK, which which says uh, which um, which makes fun of people who can't see things properly. Mm-hmm. And oh. and when they can't see, the advert says at the end, you should have gone to Specsavers and oh. bought glasses. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a comed- there was a comedian who made a joke about this. And how would you understand that unless you lived exactly. in the country? Exactly. So, or another thing, nectar points. You should have got your nectar points. What is that? In the juice shop or something? Well, yeah, nectar's obviously <laughs> yeah, juice, sense, yeah. but but nectar points is the is the um was it the points cards that you get at Sainsbury's which is a big supermarket oh. in in the in the UK. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so it's so, like equivalent to the brownies points in America? Or no. Brownie points are yeah, cuz I I guess brownies were the girls who would go around selling. Yeah, it's from the girls scouts and boys scouts thing. Yeah, and the, So yeah, it's it is all the cultural stuff yeah, that so makes those, it kind of different. Yeah, that's what makes it different, but well, the two different from each other, mm-hmm. but other than that, I guess yeah. the, you're right. The humor is kind of the same nowadays because mm-hmm. you have some dark people, you have some not <laughs> so dark people. Yeah. Whereas in the past, I definitely would say that English humor used to be darker. Yeah, people did not understand Monty Python when it mm-hmm. came out because it was. I have watched it. It's actually. funny, but a lot Michael of Americans Brian. didn't understand yeah. it. Yeah, actually, I have a friend, and surprisingly, he recommended me Monty Python. Yeah, you know, and he was like, "Oh, it's so funny." Yeah, I was like, okay, I never heard of it. Okay, I have heard of it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was yeah. it was really controversial. What well, the life of Brian? You life said of Brian. Yeah, yeah it was controversial when it came out because um, obviously people used to be much more life religious. The life of Brian. So basically, it's about mocking the life of Christianity. It's mocking. It's mocking. Oh. Yeah, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ and. And it is a funny film, yeah, but, that's but funny it's also yeah. So the Brits, the British people, yeah, uh, they're more about you know, um, kind of making fun of the church or stuff yeah. like that. Uh, whereas in uh, the USA, mm-hmm. uh, there's still some kind of respect. To that, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Well, maybe not, may- maybe not so much these days, but, maybe but not. no, no. I'm yeah, trying to because yeah. I remember some of the stand-up comedy shows that I've watched and I'm trying to desperately trying to remember the name of the comedian mm-hmm. who's really you know who's really successful in Britain but in America they're like no that is Jimmy Carr Jimmy Carr oh Jimmy Carr, oh, Jimmy Carr. He, oh he, he got in trouble recently he made oh. a lot of he, them got in trouble he he, he, he got in really big extreme. trouble he made a 
yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it is funny. <laughs> but it is. He is, but he's like, it's one of those moments when you talk. Yeah, it's one of those things that you watch and you're laughing and then you say like, I'm not, I shouldn't be laughing at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are. It's, the guilty yeah. laugh. Yeah. Like, recently he got in big trouble. I think it was almost like a career ending joke. I, but, uh, do you know what joke this was? I'm, I'm probably not gonna, I'm just not gonna say oh, yeah, it. No, 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 no. I, I think it better be safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, basically it's about the Holocaust and we're not oh, going God. to oh, <laughs> jokes yeah. about things yeah. you shouldn't about really be joking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people I mean, like myself, like a bit of dark humor, but some people don't. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So it's okay to yeah. like yeah, it's whatever you yeah, whatever floats your boat, which is a great mm-hmm. idiom to know. Mm-hmm. Whatever floats your boat means whatever you prefer, mm-hmm. essentially. So yeah, we were talking about Differences between British and American comedy. I guess they have kind of melted in together. Um, One of the biggest examples is the Peter Sellers. Oh, yes. Or the Peter blending, Sellers. blending of American and British comedy. The Pink Panther. Yes, that's a, so, that's a great example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inspector Clouseau. That character yeah, is yeah. kind of, yeah. He was great. Yeah, the Pink Panther. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? when did he die? He died a while back, didn't he? Peter Sellers. I guess it's it was... Around nineties or something. Yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah. something like that. Nineties. Yeah, the party, the Pink Panther, and being there or being there. Yeah. Yes, I remember that film. That was a great that, that film. A yeah. Great film. Yeah, about the president and the gardener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the life of the gardener and all the dullness and everything. Yes, yeah. classic film. Moving on, <laughs> platforms. Which platforms could you recommend to our listeners to? To Depends access on how how you feel about pirating. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm using a platform which I pay for, mm-hmm. but you can watch like all the TV shows, a lot of movies that come out, you know, mm-hmm. and they came out recently. And actually, as they come out, they are uploaded to the platform. Uh, and technically, it's not really legal to upload all these, you know, movies and TV shows over there, but. They position themselves as an English learning platform. Oh, interesting. Thus, they're not really breaking any laws because oh, wow. they are not doing you know, and uploading the videos for people to download. So they're doing that purpose. Yeah. For, the, for them to learn English. Okay. Oh. So, and it's called. It's legit. Yeah. I mean, it's Ororo. So. How's that spell? O R O R O dot TV. Okay, interesting. And it's like five euros per month, so it's really affordable, you know. Okay, that's interesting. Or, Just I've it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like whatever comes out, it's there the very same day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because let's say I used to be a Netflix user, but mm-hmm. you can't use Netflix anymore. Dot, dot yeah. TV, right? Dot well, TV. Well, you can use Netflix with a VPN, or is it is it not legal? To watch Netflix, here. I'm, I'm having the... I'm having troubles with Netflix yes. for a couple yes. of for, for a couple of days, like. And then you can't oh, pay really? for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course, then... you can't pay for it if you if you're here. If you if you have a Russian card, you can't pay for mm-hmm. it. So Fair you're enough. kind of limited with options these days. Yeah. But you still have YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, YouTube is still here, so yeah. at least yeah, YouTube. I mean, you... but, I mean, YouTube. You can't just you know type in like Doctor Who season yeah. thirteen yeah. episode. 15 you know for on youtube t- yeah for tv seasons yeah you're right you don't have too so many so it's like stand up yes. but for non-fiction for reality <laughs> yeah. it's a gold that, mine yeah well not they don't upload everything it's though because i was trying to watch okay don't laugh at me but my 600 pound life 
Oh, is that like a ah, really heavy okay. person? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is it's it? about people who weigh about like 100 pounds, which is like 300 kilograms in their life and how they Dr. try Kerokin to get... Dr. Kerokin or something, what was the name of the doctor? The what? The Dr. Kerokin. Yeah, yeah, something. Uh, yeah, it kind guy, of right? real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So and it's about people who try to get the surgery of the Bariatric stomach reduction and everything. I'm going to watch that when yeah. I get home. <laughs> that's, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. You kind of watch... Uh, how people got to this stage when they started to weigh, you know, 600 pounds. Yeah. And it kind of shows the problem with the uh, food system in America as mm -hmm. well. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, it's about people, but at the same time, it's about a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. So I sometimes watch no it. No pun intended, I guess. A, a bigger problem. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I didn't defect by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I would imagine that that show is a <laughs> is a goldmine for for learning English because you have a lot of dialogue. Whereas films, you have many yeah. minutes of just silence and music. Well, the and thing stuff. is that movies as well, you know, they are how many cuts they can have. Like no idea. But mm. let's say in videos, TV shows too, like they're great, but still, it's not real speech exactly. sometimes. Exactly. But let's say YouTube. People, or let's say interviews. I find interviews amazing yes. for that. Because mm -hmm. uh, you show people, you know, an interview. For example, I recently showed my students an interview with uh, Chris Evans. Oh, yes. Yeah. A typical American mm -hmm. accent, but he was speaking, then changing his mind, then he was saying this and then that and this, mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And they're like, mm -hmm. what? Like, this is real yeah. speech. Exactly. It's, you know, pa pauses and everything. It's not so rehearsed. It's just... Exactly, it yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So interviews are also a great thing. YouTube is helpful with that because mm -hmm. it has all of the episodes of like Jimmy Fallon talk show, mm -hmm. Graham Norton show. Graham oh, Norton, him. yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Love like him. Like Graham it. Norton show also would be quite hard for people to understand as well because who, who are not from the UK because they have many little cultural references as well. Yeah, but, but I guess at the same you can time still... they have a lot of American uh, guests. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. They do actually. Yeah. <laughs> So, you guys, you have no excuse. You have YouTube there. You have, um, well, no more Netflix, I guess. Yeah. But, but what, what other English language platforms would you recommend? Mm. I would just YouTube, say, to be honest, like, YouTube's enough. Yeah, YouTube's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I know this is not new information for, for most of you guys, unless you're uh, 90 years old. <laughs> there is and... YouTube. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's not, it's not groundbreaking. TikTok, great. I, Great Instagram. suggestion. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, you have no idea. I mean, look, you have you may learn so much from Instagram mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like when yeah, you start yeah. watching reels, for example. Let's mm -hmm. say there is um, a common situation when people, let's say my students, when they want to say about money, they're like, "Oh, can you um, send money to my card?" I'm like, "You may say, can you top up my card?" Yes. Mm -hmm. Where did I learn that from initially? Yes. Instagram. <laughs> Absolutely. So guys, to wrap it up, you need to be immersed in the language in order to to learn the language to a really high level. Do not be upset with yourself if you've been learning or if you've been trying to improve your English for six months and you don't see much progress. Oh yeah, I have the students, you yeah. know, special mm -hmm. elementary students and yeah. they learn for, you know, one month. Yeah, yeah. They like... I don't see the progress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Elementary yeah. students. Yeah. 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 Life hack. Mm -hmm. You don't understand. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Which I kind of wish I had done sooner. But now when I start having uh, classes with some new students, mm -hmm. I record them. 
six months in, they're like, I don't really feel something. Like, have I, have I made like much that's progress? A, that's a great idea. I show them the video. They're like, yes. oh my God, yes. that was me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. You didn't know like, too, let's say how yeah. to read or yeah. you didn't know that. And now you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I show them, you know, some of our first chats from Zoom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you know these words? Like, easy. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you show them to me? Like, because these were words you did not know when we started having mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like a flower or a tree growing. It takes <laughs> yeah, a, it yeah. takes a bloody long time oh, yeah. to to really yeah to mature in your language yeah, learning. So yeah. So but you're only going to get there if you have at least an hour, two, three, or more hours immersed with the language every day. You have to watch TV. You I have mean, look, to... even like half an hour would help. If, okay. Yeah. yeah. If you if you're intimidated yeah. by the sound of one two hours every day. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. as long as you do even the minimum thing, yeah. mm-hmm. but consistently, that helps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But as long as you do it consistently, like Katya said, you will make progress almost. It is yeah. guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It is guaranteed. And of course, if you come to us at the Big Apple School, <laughs> it is <laughs> definitely going to help it's as better, well. Yeah. <laughs> but that's part, that's part of it. We're the yeah. protein powder. <laughs> Your home is your gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, come to us. Oh, actually, do you know what? We're not protein powder. We're steroids. We're going to oh, we're gonna we're gonna boost you. you gonna, <laughs> so yeah. All right, so let's finish that for today. Thank you very much, guys, for participating. And we definitely recommend that you check out our social media platforms and like us on those platforms, including VK and Telegram. And also check out our website, www.bigappleschool.com for more information about the courses we offer. And you can also find other interesting podcasts like this one on our website. So that's it. Thank you very much. See you next time. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye.